If your team got guaranteed money, tell them call me. Whoop. Make me say, my, my, my. I done been around the world. Yeah, I was made for this. Player Performance with J.A. Cavalier. Welcome to Player Performance. I am J.A. Cavalier, the most respected figure in sports gambling. Joined by Big Mike from the group home, Tessa Hall and TV Al. We'll get into NFL Week 14, all you need to know. But first, let's recap Week 13 with Tessa Hall. Back it up. One more time. All right, let's see that again. NFL Week 13 recap. There was a classic Hollywood murder mystery with people wondering where the Chargers are and how the Pats beat them 45-0. Taysom Hill did the unthinkable. He threw a touchdown pass, and the Saints won their ninth straight. The Browns are not to be mistaken for a brownie drive. They striped the Titans and have a winning season for the first time in 13 years. Matt Patricia out in Detroit. Winning happening in Detroit. No Burrow, big issues. The Bengals lose again after a brawl with the Dolphins. The Vikings are still alive in the playoffs after beating a Jags team that is wishing they could move to London for good. Deshaun Watson was eating butterfingers on the sidelines as he fumbled away an opportunity to upset the Colts. The Jets, oh, the poor, poor Jets, but not really. They are creatively finding ways to lose so they can tank for Trevor at this point. Don't look now, but the Giants may actually be a good football team after upsetting the Hawks in Seattle. The card's optimism is on a leash that is shorter than Kyler's height. After losing another game to the Rams, finally, Hurts is the QB in Philly, but they are still hurting after a brutal loss to the Packers at Lambeau. Drew Locke was doing too much dancing after a first down in the first quarter to pull off an upset against KC. The Washington football team pulled off an upset only comparable to the miracle on ice after beating the Steelers. The Bills didn't care about a healthy 49ers offense and rolled San Fran in Arizona. Confusing, right? Thank you, Tessa. And then Dallas on Tuesday, the evil empire continues to crumble. The Ravens literally ran the ball all over the Cowboys. Here it is Thursday night. Just cashed my fourth straight max bet with Pitt. The Pitt Panthers over Georgia Tech. Thursday night, ACC football. Everything just feels right. Keeping it in the ACC, Boston College just announced it's not going to participate in a ball game. I mean, that really sucks. You have to feel for these seniors. I understand you have to protect the student athletes. You know, being in this position, I can certainly relate. I mean, up to this point, you were defined in your life by being a football player. Make no mistake about it. To play football at this level, you have to live it. Practice, film study, hitting the gym. Now reality has been altered for these kids. And for the most part, most of these guys will never strap it up again. It's a difficult reality to come to terms with. Again, I feel for the seniors. But moving on here, last week on the show, a little bad coaching early on by yours truly, Titans and the Atlanta Falcons. A big second half, though. Always come back strong. Denver Broncos plus the 13, Washington plus the 11. I told you you could play both of those straight. I also told you you could put those two in a teaser. I hit my second straight 50-star monster with the Los Angeles Rams. I actually put a money-back guarantee on that game. And of course, came through. I not only told you the Rams would win in cover, I guaranteed they would win in cover or you would get your money back. Of course, the Rams did exactly what they were supposed to do, won and cover. Then followed that up with my Monday Night Football parlay of the year, the Buffalo Bills and over to post the total. So let's erase the bad this week on the show. Let's just go for the good, only good. It is NFL Week 14, Money Train pulling out, all aboard, let's go. Arizona at New York. 
The Cardinals are at the Giants. Arizona's minus two and a half. The total is 45. Jay, does Colt McCoy have two straight wins in him if the Giants are without Daniel Jones this week? Or is this a perfect comeback game for Arizona? You know, I'll be honest, before two weeks ago, I had no fucking idea Colt McCoy was still in the league. You know, however, I do hear Daniel Jones will get the nod in this game and be good to go. Either way, I lean towards the under in this game. I see the weather as a huge factor for Sunday. Now, I think both teams will, will try to establish the run, which almost becomes strength on strength. The Cardinals are fourth in the league in rushing. The Giants' defense is fourth in the NFL against the run, giving up just 97 yards a game. It's also not likely that the Giants want to get in a shootout with Arizona. And both teams kind of play to the under in this situation anyway. The Cardinals seem to leave their offense in Arizona when traveling. The under is 6-0 and their last six road games. And though the Cardinals' defense has been getting shredded, the Giants are not going to scare you offensively. Even during this four-game win streak for the Giants, it's still towards the bottom of the league in most offensive categories. Not only are the Giants 4-0 their last four games, but the under is also 4-0 in those games as well. Ground and pound becomes the theme for Sunday. I lean toward the under the posted total. Now going to the Chiefs at the Dolphins. Kansas City at Miami. KC is minus 7.5. The total is 49.5. The toughest game of the season for Miami. Have they been pretenders, or can they pull off an upset against the best team in the league? So what you're asking me are the Dolphins faker than Manti Teo's girlfriend. <laughs> That's correct. He, he's never going to live this one down, is he? No. Listen, the Dolphins are a lot of things. What they are not is pretenders. What they are is a really well-coached, defensive-minded football team. I mean, they have an identity, and that's pretty much their identity. And if you're going to be anything in the National Football League, those are the two things that you want to be. Now, I think the Finns are pesty enough to hang around. They have a, a, the second-best scoring defense in the league, create a ton of turnovers. Howard's playing ridiculous in the secondary, grabbed his eighth interception last week. I mean, Miami is also 9-3 and three against the number, but, and yes, there is a but. This game's not going to be won or covered on the defensive side of the ball. And though I think that, you know, this is going to be a legit task for Mahomes, I still like the Chiefs in this spot. Two has not been overly impressive as of late. Miami's offense ranks 28th in total yards. I love Miami, but I think this is a really bad matchup for this team. The Chiefs, you know, record against the spread is not good. But what do we know? The games they don't cover are against really good offensive football teams. Carolina, Las Vegas twice, Tampa. The Dolphins are, are really not equipped for a shootout. Not, not enough bullets in the gun, right? I mean, so I, I think that this, this is a very soft seven and a half. I would definitely suggest buying it down to seven or even six and a half. Kansas City will also, you know, star in a seven-point max teaser for me this week. The Chiefs by double digits. I really think that this is going to get away from the Miami Dolphins. And I don't think this has anything to do with their season itself. But this is a really bad matchup for the Miami Dolphins. Let's go to the Broncos at the Panthers. Denver at Carolina. Carolina's minus three and a half. The total is 47. With Drew Luck healthy and a sign of life coming from the Broncos' backfield last week. Can their offense score some points for a win this week, Jay? Um, the Panthers reportedly have some COVID cases. There's a possibility that this game doesn't even happen. If it does, it, it should be a close one. Denver's coming off a narrow loss to the Chiefs. I like the Broncos plus 13 in that game. Also suggested Broncos Redskins teaser last week, which of course cashed. 
I mean, both teams four and eight, but Denver seems like the more capable team in at, at this point, don't they? I mean, maybe it's because I'm defensively biased, where the Broncos struggle on the offensive side of the ball, but their pass defense is legit. One of the best in the league. Carolina, of course, struggles on the defensive side of the ball, but puts up a ton of points, actually puts points up in bunches. I did not put a ton of work in on this game, mostly due because of the fact that I don't want to waste the time and the effort and this game being canceled. I'm going to wait until Saturday night to see, you know, how these COVID cases play out before I make any decision on what I'm doing this week. And then we have the Houston Texans at the Chicago Bears. Houston at Chicago. Houston is minus one. The total is 44 and a half. Are the Bears at a point where they won't win a game unless they fire Matt Nagy? You know, I'm not a really big fan of blaming the head coach for a team not executing a game plan. However, if there are any coaches who deserve it, it would have been Bill O'Brien earlier in the season and now Matt Nagy. Um, this seems to be one, you know, the one common ground for these teams, doesn't it? Yeah, just don't even get me started. So Chicago's now five and seven. It's crazy to think that at one point in the season they were actually five and one. How do coaches lose teams to the point that Matt Nagy has lost the Bears? By making boneheaded decisions, run the ball with no timeouts left. If you were on the Bears, and of course I know that you were, Mike, <laughs> being backdoored by the Lions last week had to feel like being backdoored by a lion, literally. It must have been fucking excruciating. Oh, it's absolutely ridiculous. First of all, how do you lose a game? You're up by 10 and you have five minutes to go in the game. You lose the game from letting Detroit drive 96 yards in two minutes and 36 seconds. It just absolutely blows my mind how <laughs> anybody can fucking do that. You know, to be honest with you, when I looked at this game, I actually had no idea why the Texans are so bad. They have a top five quarterback. They have a competent defense, and they just can't seem to get the job done. Both teams are miserable against the book, but I like Deshaun Watson more than I like Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles combined. Houston's 4-0 against the spread their last four against Chicago. Trust that number. I'm going to lean Texans in this game. I don't love this spot. I don't love this game. But I definitely will lean on the Texans. The Vikings are at the Buccaneers. Minnesota at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is minus 6.5. The total is 51.5. The Vikings have won four games on the road this year. Can they really pull off another upset on a well-rested Tampa Bay team, Jay? No, they're not going to pull off the upset, but you know what? I don't really like this game itself. I actually love the total. Totals last week were 4-1, the week prior 3-1, and one. the week before that 4-1. and one. So now, right now, the totals last three weeks are 11-3 and three in the NFL, and I absolutely love this total. Get to whylose.com right now. That's the letter Y-L-O-S-E.com. Pick up the rest of the football season, just $99. That's the rest of the college football season, rest of the NFL season. It's going to include all bowls, playoffs, and Super Bowl. Just $99. Get to whylose.com right now. That's the letter Y, L-O-S-E.com, forward slash special offers. Get to whylose.com. That's the letter Y, L-O-S-E.com. $99 entire football season. Three-point spread winners posted daily on whylose.com. That's the letter Y, L-O-S-E.com. Indianapolis Colts are at the Raiders. Indianapolis at Las Vegas. Indy is minus two and a half. The total is 51 and a half. Jay, the Colts are a team that forces a ton of turnovers, and Derek Carr is a quarterback that turns the ball over. Will this game come down to who holds on to the ball? 
Well, the Raiders are coming off a win that really shouldn't be celebrated or actually even considered a win, considering they beat a team that was intentionally trying to lose. The Colts are coming off sort of a miracle themselves. I mean, Deshaun Watson fumbled away a golden opportunity. I actually had the under in that game, as I said. Totals 4-1 last week in the NFL, 11-3 over the last three weeks. I'll be honest with you. Your totals have been uh, just goofy good, and, and, and I've loved it, and I've been on them every step of the way. Actually, we've been we're lucky to catch that under in the Colts game, but a win's a win. You know, better to be lucky or good. Uh, give me equal parts of both. So these are two teams fighting tooth and nail for a spot. India is a game better in the standings. Both teams 7-5 and five against the number. Barring a push, that's obviously going to change. I think the most shocking thing happening this season, and this is something that no one's actually talking about, Philip Rivers. He is actually winning meaningful, close games. Part of that, of course, is because he continues to get bailed out by a defense that forces turnovers. Last year's R Rivers was a butt of jokes, and you had a Rivers promotion. The narrative, of course, is I was giving it away. Last year, Rivers was a turnover machine. It's amazing how an offensive line can be a fountain of youth for a quarterback. 11 fewer interceptions, four less fumbles. So Rivers is plus 15 turnovers as a Colt. The difference is he's not doing it alone. Defense and a run game, both uh, which travel well. Colts are 4-1 against the number of the last five road games. 4-0 as a chalk. Uh, two and a half is a small price to pay, but I like the value you get money line. So I'm this is going to be a little bit more than a lean. I'm actually going to take the Colts money line in this game. New Orleans at Philadelphia. New Orleans minus seven. The total is 44. The Saints have covered four of six this year. Does Philly figure out Hill? Do the Saints win a four straight with him? Drew Brees, who that? It's 3-0 without their Hall of Fame quarterback, right? I mean, the schedule is not going to get getting any tougher for them either. I mean, the Eagles are in a four-game skid right now. Locker room drama as Jalen Hurts has taken over. Super Bowl win just three seasons ago feels like a fucking decade. It sure does. And and my, how the mighty has fallen with Wentz. And it just seems like he's in another quarterback battle. I lean to the under in this one. Wentz or Hurts, it doesn't matter. The Eagles only managed to muster up 16 points last week against the Packers defense that allows 25 a game. Seven of those, of course, were on a punt return. Um, actually, excuse me, six were on the return. They missed the PAT. Now, when it comes to handicapping, I don't like the unknown. And no one knows what they're going to get out of Hurts this week. Hard to assume that he's going to be protected any more than Wentz was. I do know what I'm going to get out of the Eagles defensive unit. Eagles defensively are 7th against the pass. 13 total yards, which is actually really good considering how much time they spend on the field. In reality, they held Rodgers to 23 points last week. Packers, of course, scored 30. But Aaron Jones broke out for 77 yards while icing the game with two minutes, keeping that game under the post to total. The Eagles six straight under. On the other side, the Saints actually had a problem finishing last week. And unnoticed is the fact that the Falcons were in position to win that game late in the fourth quarter. That game also stayed under the post to total. In fact, all of Taysom Hill's starts have played to the under. A lot of that contributed to the Saints' defense, of course, and the Saints' defense almost feels like it's disrespected. They don't get enough credit or, or any credit, really, at all. They are an elite defense, an absolute elite defense. First in yards, second in rushing, fourth in both passing and points. Two really good defenses, one terrible offense, and a total set at 44. Let's go under the posted total. I actually like the under and posted total a lot in that game. How do you not love the New Orleans Saints in this game, Jay? Well, if I were to play a side, it would have to be the Saints. 
if for no other reason, the uncertainty that the Eagles' offense under Hurts. But this line seems so far off. Weather is also going to be an issue in Philly, which supports the under even more. Seven points in a bad weather against a really good football team or a really good defensive football team. Just don't like the number. I think the seven is too soft. Bad weather, two good defenses. I love the under in this spot. Green Bay at Detroit. Green Bay is minus seven and a half. The total is 55. Jay, can Stafford and the Lions score enough points to keep this one close, or will Green Bay just blow them out? Aaron Rodgers is hitting his MVP stride. The Packers seem like the team you want no part of right now. Last five weeks, Aaron Rodgers has put up over 1,100 yards, 16 touchdowns. The upside in Detroit is that they have dropped a ton of weight this week. They did that by getting rid of uh, Matt Patricia. Um, Listen, if you see Aaron Rodgers walking towards you right now, get the fuck out of the way. The dude is straight balling out right now. Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones just seem like added pieces. It seems like he can actually do it with anyone. The Lions rank 31st in total defense, 24th in rushing defense. This game screams monster performance by Aaron Jones and a blowout by halftime. The Lions have covered just one of five games at home all season. This feels like a spread that should be closer to 14 than 7.5. I'm actually going to lean Packers, but I'm going to lean Packers in the first half in this game. Washington at San Francisco. So San Francisco's minus 3.5. The total is 43.5. Jay, do the 49ers get more acclimated to playing home games on the road this week? Maybe steal a win? 50-star monster. That's what this game is right now. I actually love this spot, love this game. You know, I'm, I'm actually concerned that I called last week, you know, pretty much the biggest game of the season because this game might be bigger. And I hit for 50 units last week. I hit for 50 units the week before. Let's just go back over the last two weeks since I've been doing this show. Kansas City Chiefs money line over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I actually said I was going to roll anywhere from 25 to 50 units on that particular play. Love the Chiefs. Caught the Chiefs early. Caught a really generous number on the Chiefs. Hit that game. Hit that game easily. Came back last week, pretty much the same situation. Rams, I actually played the Rams on the line. Love it. They controlled and dominated that game wire to wire. I'm doing it again here this week with the with the winner of Washington, San Francisco. You can get this winner right now on whylose.com. That's the letter Y-L-O-S-E.com. I will be rolling 50 units on this game. That's half of a bankroll you should be making on this game. You should make double, triple, quadruple your investment off of this game. Just $299. Get to whylose.com right now. That's the letter Y-L-O-S-E.com. I deal with some of, including the largest sports gamblers in the world. If they trust me for my information, you can too. Pick up this 50-unit monster for just $299. Get to whylose.com. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Buffalo's minus one and a half. The total's 46 and a half. Jay, is Pittsburgh about to go through their first uh, rough patch for the season? Or do you think they're just going to bounce back with a win? You know, I picked Washington on this show to win the NFC least. I also picked Washington plus 11 last week. Of course, that line came down to six because the Roethlisberger was, was questionable all of last week. Buffalo is a good football team. And Josh Allen is legit. The Niners actually have a quality defense. And Josh Allen tore them apart. For 375 yards and four scores. I do think Pittsburgh needed a wake-up call, which they got. But it's unfortunate that it happened against Washington because it's going to happen again here this week. Forget the records. Buffalo is the better football team, playing the better football right now. The Buffalo Bills were a Hail Murray pass away from sweeping the NFC West 
what many feel is the best conference in the NFL. The Bills have been battle-tested. The offense is rolling. The Pittsburgh defense got exposed last week. And we've seen that the way you beat the Buffalo Bills is by running the ball. All three Buffalo losses came against teams with elite running games. Tennessee, Kansas City, and Arizona. The Steelers can't run the ball. Ranked 29th in the league. I picked the Buffalo Bills to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I'm going to double down on that bet here. Take the Buffalo Bills. Take them big. Bills! Mafia, baby. And now it's time for Not For Nothing. And now it's time for Not For Nothing. Not For Nothing. With TV Al. Hello, sports fans. This is TV Al from New York, New York. New York City. City. Let's talk about my teams. I'm back. TV Al from New York, New York. Very interesting week in the NFL. Not for nothing. Hats off to the Brownies. The dog pound was barking. Another win. KC, the Saints, the Colts, the Fish, the Rams, the Packers, the Bills, all in the playoffs. And not for nothing. Do not count out Mr. Bill. Oh, Mr. Bill. That's still in it. And how about my G-Men? First place, baby. Defense. Defense. And running the ball like the old days. And not for nothing, hey, Pete, your team looked really bad. And even the Jets were not bad. I mean, a blitz when they got 40, 50 yards to go? Unbelievable. And there is nothing going on in Pittsburgh. How do you lose? And not for nothing, hats off to Big Mike. Not for nothing, asking Jay his opinion on games? Way to go, Big Mike. If my memory is correct, the last three, four years, your record is five wins and 140 losses. Hey, Mike, now we don't have to put you in the fucking bathroom anymore, you fucking mush. Well, that's it for me, guys. And New York, I still love you. The overall thoughts of TVL do not represent player performance. In fact, disregard all of what is said and our apologies in advance. What Al means to say is that you should all listen to Jay. I mean, that, of course, is why we're here. That is correct. We're all here to listen to you, and uh, I I do a great job in that, and I make a lot of money. Whylose.com. Go there. All right, guys. That's our show for this week, NFL Week 14. We'll be back next week with NFL Week 15. Remember to play with your head, not above it. This has been Player Performance. I am J.A. Cavalier for Big Mike from the group home, Tessa Hall and TV Al. We'll get back at you guys next week. Day, week, month, and season packages available on whylose.com. That's the letter Y, L-O-S-E dot com.